0: So, Robert, how does it feel? How does it feel to be back in the actual presence of me and the podcast? The actual LBC. I wonder if it feels different to other people. I mean, we've only just started. Mm. We're, we're just we're getting the slow rolling intro. You know, we're walking our way into this podcast, um, which I think we got to take our time. You know what I mean? It's kind of like sex in so many ways in so many ways that we don't even need to get into all of them but just if you know what sex is and you know all the things that happen in sex and if you haven't had sex for a while and if you've listened to this podcast you realize there's a ton of similarities between this podcast and intercourse and the way that you should podcast and the way that you should intercourse Intercourse. indeed and Course is in intercourse, which means that you're trying to get to the inner part of the course, but it takes its course. You need to walk the course to get to the inner. Amen. Wow. So why rush it? Why step right in? That's what I'm saying. It takes it takes time, baby. So if we have to just meander and enjoy our own lives and enjoy our own stride. company, because we don't get this kind of luxury that often or to be in the same exact room together oh, chatting oh, it up. Yeah. It's, and I feel like you and I, this is our first real one-on-one sit down. Since uh, since you've come to visit, you just showed up here in my life yesterday. Yesterday, to yesterday right? That's when we flew down here. Sure. Okay. And uh, and this is the first episode that we're doing since you've been here. And does yeah. it feel different? It's really the first time we're talking. That's what was, that's what I was saying. Oh, I mean, okay. We we, ch- we chatted on the plane and in the airport, but that's that's. But
1: we kind of... at least I try to keep it to a minimum because I'm like ah, yeah, we're moving and grooving. Like, there are people around. I don't really want to talk to you that much. Mm. Not in a bad
0: way. Mm. It's just like, mm. well, I don't want to talk, yeah, that much. If there is an observation that we see and you're like, hey, look at that. What do you th- what do you, what do you think about that? What? Yeah. Do you, do you smell that? I smell that. We saw a tranny in the airport, and we're both like, oh, wow, look at that. Look at that. That was on your laptop screen, and so that's <laughs> you. Neither I'm here nor there. Forced it upon <laughs> me in some ways. Um. And, and, you know, you make your remarks here and there, but it's like we don't need to do we don't need to turn this into a real conversation. I, I feel like I struggle to feel the need to or every time I'm with somebody. It's like we should be talking like that's why we're here is to talk. It's like, mm. no, that's not that's Wait, not inherently are true. You,
1: are you saying you you feel that way or you don't?
0: I sometimes feel that way. I feel mm. the need to talk and, and like there are certain people that when we're together, we can just be be we can exist around each other and and it's easy especially like i feel like i've adapted it more with my roommates because we have to just exist together and we don't want to talk all the time yeah but then when people that i'm just like i go and hang out with why does the hangout have to only be conversation why can't it just be whoa, 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 whoa. i'm having some f- shit happen with my mic <clears throat> why does it have to be only combo. Why can't it be a little bit more of a
1: sit in the grass? Dare- Why can't our spirits entwine in silence in the meadows mm-hmm.
0: while watching Tron? <laughs> <laughs> are you just saying? You just suggesting that we should have a movie night? Is that what it is? I want to watch Tron Legacy for my birthday. <laughs> yes, yes. For your birthday, for my birthday.
1: <laughs> I, dude, I, I, I came to a realization recently. I was, hmm. I was, uh, there was like a. A, a Tron edit, you know, with cool music in the background, <laughs> you know, you know how they do. And I was, I just, I just saw it's, it. it just I, was like, in, I was
0: looking for it. The grid. The gonna, grid. And then finally, right. I got in. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Hey, don't make fun of it. doing It's cool a shit. sick song. <laughs> but, uh, no, doo, 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 it was just, it was
1: just, it was, so it was an edit it, where it starts out with the guy in the beginning of the movie on his motorcycle and then it's going through like the whole movie basically in like 15 seconds. Got it. Got it. it. Um, and I'm watching it and I'm like, it just, it starts clicking and I'm like, Oh, Oh, I adopted this as a small child. I was like, Oh, this is the girl in the movie. That's the kind of girls I like Mm -hmm. the motorcycles. I love motorcycles. And Mm -hmm. I, growing up, I watched that movie probably 30 times.
0: Damn, I
1: fucking love that movie (laughs) hard. (laughs) Like, I've listened, I've listened to the score of that movie. Uh, last week alone, I listened to it every morning going to work. (laughs) I was just like, I fucking love this. And I'm not a big movie guy. That's the thing. No, you're not.
0: No, you never have been. (laughs) Never will be. Huh. I mean, I definitely had that growing up. Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, 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 no. Put such I, a heavy thing no, no, upon you. No, 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 I love. I would love to unpack this. But, I mean, I definitely had that growing up. I feel like everyone as, a, as kids had characters and movies and things that they were like, I aspire to be this and to be these people. Uh, but it feels like, did you have any other ones or was it literally just Tron? Uh, no, it was just Tron. Wow! So you did. Well, is there even a somewhat second place movie that you watched a lot of as a kid?
1: Uh, Revenge of the Sith. I watched that twenty six times.
0: Mm. <laughs> the, and and I love that you know. You know what I mean. I love that you know. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you feel as passionately about it, or what? What made Tron so much better than Revenge of the Sith for you? Because those movies, in my <laughs> mind, are like pretty equal. <laughs> like I've seen, I've seen Tron probably two. Maybe three times. I did like the movie. And I did see Revenge of the Sith once. And I did like Revenge of the Sith. Um, But both movies I wouldn't choose to go back and watch now. So Yeah, they're, I'm just they're not cr- great movies. Objectively, they're not
1: good movies. I'm glad you see that. No, no, 100%. Okay. 100%. But it, it harkens back to, because like, uh, I think, how old was I? Like eight or nine? Hmm. When I watch those movies and it's like it, it, when I, when I listen to it now or when I like watch those scenes now, like I feel the happiness that, and the, like my imagination like kind of like opened up and Mm. I was able to like kind of fantasize about those movies and like pretend to to live in those worlds as a kid. And Mm. that like (laughs) hearing that now it, it brings me back and
0: it's just. Makes you smile. I think we definitely all have those, like, nostalgic. I'm trying to think what mine were. I mean, Star Wars for a long time was a big one. The first three, I remember just pretending to be Han Solo all the time. There was one summer where I was on one. At least in my memory, I remember being on one. And, like, I went to visit my grandparents in California, which we did every year. And I was just, like, full role play. I'm Han Solo. Mm. Like, I wasn't dressing up like Han Solo, but all of my free time by myself, and I would duck, I liked hanging out with my siblings, but I would duck away sometimes and just want a few hours to myself so that I could just pretend to be Han Solo and pretend that I'm dating Leia. But I wasn't even doing anything cool. Like, my my grandparents, they had, like, one of those Barbie Jeeps that you could drive around, which were... I thought the dopest things in the world, and only rich people had them. They were the Um, shiznit. They were the shiznit, as if, you know, if I had to put it eloquently and, like, really, really describe it well. Pinpoint it. Shiznit. And I was like, this is, I need to take advantage of the fact that I can drive a car right now. And I spent, like, hours out there just putzing around in this little Jeep. And just imagining that I was Han Solo and that I was going to In-N-Out to pick up burgers and food for my girlfriend, Princess Leia. And at the in and out I think Leia was with me. Was Leia your sister? No, no, no. no okay, Even okay. better. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. That's pretty rare in and children. of course, a group of thugs... And they weren't even, like, Star Wars-themed thugs. They were just, like, ruffians mostly teenagers cuz as a child i was i was like deathly afraid of anyone in high school really? as soon as i saw them walking down the street and stuff cuz they were loud and like high schoolers like to just fuck with little kids where they would just like yell things at you and try to make you uncomfortable and so like it made me uncomfortable mm. and so i would just like i would always hide whenever i saw a group of high schoolers walking down the block i was quick to shuffle behind the fence and then i'd like peer through the slats and they're, like Who's the kid behind the... Why is he peeing? Like, we can all see him through the... It's not a... It's a big gap in the fence. And i was just like... No, is least. he holding a potato? It, it was a scarring experience. I became... I became deathly afraid of growing up. Because I was like, I don't want to be one of these people. Interesting. Um, but those ruffian teenagers, they came up. I think one of them was wearing a wife beater. Mm. And had, like, a little earring in his ear. Okay. And he threatened... I think he said something a little bit, you know, a little sexually provocative about my girlfriend or possibly wife, Leah. I don't remember where our relationship was at at that point. And I was like, excuse me? Did you just... She's a princess. Did you just speak ill of my princess? Choo, 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 choo. Just blasted him wow. down. Wow. Wow. And is that why you did so many
1: years in prison? <laughs> it
0: was Is that why you have that all have, those
1: teardrops on your could face? Could
0: have been one of the main one of the main reasons. I mean Galactic Prison time is different. Where you know, oh, like yeah. I spent two, three years. It's like only about a year only about fifteen minutes Earth time is like five years oh, Galactic wow. Prison time. So that's why The cat is is hitting her dish because she wants food. Let me give her food. I'll feed her. I'll feed her. I'm a a respectful cat owner. Justin already fed her. Oh, then maybe. Hold on. She'd be in a bit. Maybe she's just
1: eating it. That's the sound she makes when she's eating it. But usually, that's the sound she makes when she wants. Past
0: life. Wow. Sorry. Wow. Leia would be so ashamed of me for that.
1: And my girlfriend, which I don't know her name, would be deeply ashamed of me. You
0: don't don't remember the Tron girl? No idea. No idea. That's so unfortunate, man. man. She's
1: beautiful. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Her Her haircut, it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense.
0: (laughs) It all adds up. It makes
1: too much sense, unfortunately.
0: I mean, I've always, I mean, Leia adds up for me as well. Kaylee. Exactly. <laughs> I, um, I remember the, um, there was this, should we sue Disney? I think so. I think so. I think, yes, for so many reasons. I mean, they've yes. caused me a lot of hurt. A lot of problems. In my <laughs> a lot life. of hurt. A, a lot of problems in my life. Um, Several pregnancy scares. <laughs> yep. One or two. Or three. I'm not going to really put a full number on it. I'm going to let it be whatever it actually was. and I, I, don't certainly, need it. I, I certainly won't. Yeah, I, um, I remember committing to that bit for quite some time. And I just, that was my life. I was just, that whole trip to California, every time I went anywhere or did anything, I was Han Solo. Question. <laughs> Guy in the back. Hick in the back wearing the sleeveless tee. <coughs>
1: Would you? Would you perhaps consider that you are continuing to play that bit? And I really want you to just, yeah, sit on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, in some sense, yes,
1: because I mean, you're kind of a ruffian. That's you do what you want. Yes, you you, you travel through L.A. in several parsecs. <laughs> uh, no one will
0: tell you what to do. You'll live your own life. But there is something about the girl that's kind of like bossy to you and like, I don't fucking need you. And that like wants to be her own that I something about it that I just I need. But I want that person to want me to take care of them. Mm, that's deep. I think I think that that's also the reason why my favorite Ninja Turtle was Raphael. You know, Leo was the leader. But Raphael was the rightful leader, I felt. I mm. mean, and when you look back now with all maturity, probably Leo deserved it. He'd seem to be the most competent at leadership. Raphael was a little bit too, he was a little too lone wolfy. Mm. But the thing is, is I wanted to be that. I wanted to be the one that was not only the rightful leader, but was the lone wolf where like I was... Shady and mysterious and hard to understand, but at the same time, everyone knew that they needed me to be able to guide everyone else. Because Luke, Luke was the leader of the gang, but I don't want to be Luke. You know what I mean? Who wants to be Luke? No, no one wants to be Luke. He's kind of a—he's powerful, but he's kind of a pee. He's kind of a peon. <laughs> he also kissed his sister. I don't need anything to do with that. <laughs> so I just wanted to be—I wanted to be the one that was edgy and dark and mysterious mm. but also the one that everyone looked to wow. to guide them
1: that's so fascinating <laughs> it, it's ironic because that's that's how you describe the guy in tron exactly <laughs> exactly that's exactly
0: right.
1: yeah huh
0: there's a love for that because you want to be wanted yeah
1: and especially, and you be, especially for broken kids i mean that's like the biggest fantasy
0: yeah, well, I feel like I feel like you, I, I don't know, what was so attractive? Because did you want to be the leader? Was that your thing, too, where you felt the wanting to be the leader? No, I just was, like, the hero. Okay. Like a, an anti-hero,
1: because he's hmm. an, kind of an anti-hero. A little bit. A little bit. And, little he, bit. and he's dark and mysterious, and he rides motorcycles. <laughs> and he now, just, he kind of does what he wants. He's off the grid.
0: Are you talking about... The son that goes into the game. Yes. Is he an anti-hero? Because he's pretty straightforward, just the hero. He's kind of an anti-hero. Starts off as a little. He's bit kind of like, a bad guy. Oh, yeah, that's he's kind good of a bad guy. Because boy. in the beginning, he was like going his motorcycle yeah. and he like crashes in the backyard. He like jumps into the pool or something like that with his mo- Yes, 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 yes. I do remember that. Yeah, he was cool. He was kind of a bad boy. Yeah. I did kind of like that about and it. And it got the bad girl. She'd be fine. I feel like I've been bred like to By believe Hollywood. this. That like I need to be the standoffish loner. And then and then that's how you get the other girl who's like A little bit edgy and misunderstood, but like sweet and down inside, you know, Mm. their heart. But that's when you pick the edgy, misunderstood girl, but she turns out to be a raging psycho. And it's like, oh, she's not sweet and misunderstood. She's understood and understood to be a complete loon. And I've decided to saddle up with her.
1: And unfortunately, that's where that's where uh, Disney's fantasy comes in. You could never marry her because she's a lunatic. Because she never, and you like, did, oh. there is no Act
0: Three where yeah, she turns okay. into a sweet, loving mother. Yeah, that's like Act she Three looks comes that after way decades of reason. therapy. That's, and it sucks. It oh, tell me about it. It sucks because, like, listen, I love a girl with like the black hair covered in tattoos. Looks-wise, is amazing. I want the girl who looks a little bit like a lesbian, a little bit emo, a little bit edgy. Yeah. But I want her to also uh, to have, like, a rough exterior, but then deep down inside is just this sweet, wholesome, caring, loving individual that knows how to raise children, you, and they, they never... Listen, that, never,
1: that combination is so rare. I mean, so, I mean... Am I saying I've perhaps am achieving that combination? Maybe. Maybe.
0: The problem is, the problem is. is the healthier you become. <laughs> you just, like, Dad wasn't even listening to what you were saying. There, you, you think fucking, you're achieving the edgy goth girl that turns into a sweet mother? Yeah, I think I am. I can see it. I kind of am. Well, it, it just takes... It takes a lot of effort. Like, the problem is, though, is that when do you pick them up? Because if you pick them up in their phase of getting the tattoos and dyeing their hair black, and, and, like, the problem is that they're not ready to... to. Not that you can't have tattoos and be a good person, but you have I to... I would argue you couldn't. <laughs> but, no, but the phase in which maybe you go through... Not tattoos and specifically, but the certain look. There's a certain. There's a difference yeah. in having tattoos because there are different tattoos that there are girls with certain tattoos that it, it defines a completely different characteristic oh, to a yeah. girl with another yeah, yeah. style of tattoo. Oh yeah. But. This girl better be on the upswing when you pick her up. She better be stepping out of this phase of her life, and then you get to step in and walk out of it with her. But if she's just walking into the phase of her life where she wants Aww. to be a rebellious, free spirit. You're about to get her. You're hurt. about to get really badly <laughs> wounded, I would even say. You're going to have quite the gash in your soul for quite a bit of time. And that's at real l- at least six months. And the timing, like you have to be, you have to just know, okay, she's not. Cause you, cause you know what? You can't save her. Oh, no, <laughs> no. no. Fuck no. She has to do that for herself. And if she is not ready to do that for herself, there is nothing you're going to do to do it for her. Yeah. I, I also, and hear me out,
1: hear me out. It's I, my job. I think there's a correlation between that phase and that that time in their lives and then as it, or i should say if if they become healthier people they they tend to look more normal i feel like the the healthier you get the more normal you start to look yeah i think that's kind of that's kind of the theory i'm working with personally
0: well but I've several decades to work it out. As someone who hates convention, mm. I would be I would be slow to define what normal is, but at the same time it's not so extreme. Yeah. That's the thing. Like when you're in that very volatile place in your life, Everything is extreme. That's why so many people, I believe, believe that they're bipolar and act very bipolar because everything is extreme. I'm extremely this. I'm ex- this is how I feel, so I'm extremely that. And now I'm extremely this. And, like, they have no sense of moderation. Right. And, like, when they don't just know purely how
1: they're to... going off their emotion.
0: Yeah, and, and emotions can be so extreme. If you don't know how to parse through, like, this is how I feel, but this is also what is real, and I need to find a middle ground between that you go in complete extremes. And so I think that oh, yeah. when it comes to the look, the extreme and honestly the extreme look has become a little bit less attractive to me over the years. As as time goes on, I'm less and less. The girl that looks like in like the e-girl look where they're they're decked out and they have they're covered in the tattoos, they're fully committed to the bit of I am going to be this person. It's like, "Oh, uh, no thanks mm, I know where you're just you're not I know what this is going to come with and I, I don't want that you know and so it's fine to have the look but it can't be these just big committing extremes to everything it's a lot yeah. more moderate you're thinking through your decisions more you're moving a lot slower you're not moving so unbelievably irrationally Real Jeeves, move in silence. Like lasagna. That's all I'm going to say. Like pneumonia. Sorry for the... Is it mine or is it yours? It's yours. For some reason, my thing just wants to make... (laughs) It's like my stomach (laughs) is... It's like your mic is queefing. It's hungry. (laughs) Yes, it's hungry. (laughs) (laughs) chicken, (laughs) chicka Did you have any other like characters growing up that you just like? They were who you wanted to be. Now, from Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith, was it Anakin Skywalker? Of course. Of course. And of course. see, that's also the movie because like one and two are rough, and Anakin oh, is yeah. such a dweeb, and he's such a he's a puss. He's a he's a big he's a <laughs> putz. Even I would even say he might be even. He a likes putz. to get walked over. Yeah. Yeah, hundred. And the thing is, he gets walked over in the third one too. But he gets walked over with a little more honor. Yeah, because he fights. He fights. But in the third one, he's the most brooding, brooding, edgy, dark, dark. He kills little kids. Demented. A little domestic bit of domestic violence. violence. Domestic violence. <laughs> domestic violence. And I wanted to be that. As well, so so was Anakin your go-to? You weren't like an Obi-Wan guy. You didn't want to be the I upstanding father. I hated father. <laughs> Obi-Wan with a passion. And guess what? Still do. Still do. Fuck that guy. You hated him because of why? Because of why?
1: Because he, he's good. He's just a good, he's a noble man. And it's like, uh, there's no room in this world for him.
0: You don't think there's room <laughs> in the world? You don't think, that, that, is there too many noble men out there right now? <laughs> I just don't think they're needed. <laughs> You know, and you know what, listen, that might come off very shocking and like to say that they're not needed and to say that I don't want to be a noble man, but I would argue that's not probably the best stance to take, but, but it is far better than being Anakin and believing that you are a noble man. (laughs) That's scary yeah that's scary that to know to know that you are evil and you want to be evil because you're like well we need a little bit more of this in the mix you know a little more dark and broody in the mix but to think that i am the noble man i am the good guy of the story but if you think about it I, and here we go <laughs> i was complimenting it <laughs> <laughs> but, but really i mean if you kind of think about it <laughs> Him and Hitler were kind of the good guy. <laughs> like if you look at the way they they handle themselves, no, I
1: was gonna say that at all. Okay, what were you gonna say? <laughs> no, I was gonna say he he he's evil, but then there's a he redeems himself. There's a redemption arc. That's that's almost noble in itself. Oh yeah, and that I think that's what makes Anakin, aka Vader, so enticing. Because um, it's a journey. It's a struggle. Mein Kampf.
0: Well, and that's the problem. <laughs> you know what? I always felt like Hitler's story was cut short because he was going to have a really noble turnaround. <laughs> he was about the, to become Darth Vader. <laughs> he, was be, he was about to become not only Darth Vader, but he's going to kill Lord Sidious. <laughs> um, That's where I feel like the girl, the Tron girl, or mm-hmm. whoever, is that what makes her so appealing is the. There is the journey where they start off the most edgy, the most hard to to open up and to understand and to get to know. But then, throughout the course of the hour and a half runtime, they become they show the softer sides of them. Then you learn about their backstory, their history. They understand why they are who they are and how to be different. But the problem is though is that in the movie, that journey takes. Who am I looking at? Am I looking, what what is her name? The one in the black. I mean she's she's gorgeous, but I want to know what her name was. <laughs> um The problem is that in the movie that's a ninety minute journey. But in reality, that's ten years. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde is the actress's name, but what is the character's name? That is seven to ten years of a journey, though. I mean, maybe you can cut it down to five. But they sum it up so easily. Again, sorry guys for the, be in the mic. It's just, it's not that it's, it's not happening often enough for me to do something Cora. about it. Cora, yes, Cora, Cora, Cora. I used to say that name a lot. i said leia a lot so cora and leia cora and leia so close and yet so different did you did you i it wasn't an unbelievable point but did you hear what i was saying before while you were looking up cora what i was saying is and i can't wait to hear and that's what's so great about it is now you're back and and i was just like listen Now is not the time for me to continue trying to talk. Just let Robert figure out what he wants to figure out. And I'm glad you found out it's Cora. The thing that makes Cora so endearing is that within the 90-minute runtime of the movie, she goes from the edgy, hard-to-get-to-know, unlovable character to this slightly more in touch with her feelings. Mm. Tells you about what her father did. And then is able to unpack her problems and grow from there. But Mm. that journey... That is five to seven years of therapy. Oh yeah, yeah. But in the movie, maybe one, maybe one minutes. year of
1: therapy. You never know.
0: Yeah, I guess if you're really dedicated to like, if you really want to like turn your shit around, you could you could really. I mean, you could start to do it in a matter of months. But it is going to make leaps and. Balance. But it's going to be quite a journey, a tumultuous journey. It's tough. It's tough. Did you have any other? Did you have any other movies or things that you watched other than the Revenge of the Sith or Tron? Any cartoons, any shows, anything like that? Nothing that really spoke to me. What kind of entertainment were you allowed to? Like, what was your rules on entertainment as a kid? Uh, I'd say more just like kind of watching domestic violence. Yeah, well, that I didn't mean like live action <laughs> plays in the household oh. acted out by mommy and daddy. I just meant like, was there anything on the TV? The happy boxes, you know, maybe someone like you chips, called it.
1: A lot of chips, really. A lot of chips. Um Can you tell me what Chips Mash. is about? Yeah, Chips is about two uh California Highway Patrol officers in like the 70s. Mm, okay. That it's kind of like a rom-com, sitcom-esque show.
0: Mm. So it's definitely rom, but it's com-esque. Yes, it's very com. So it's like it's definitely romantic, but it's a vaguely maybe it's not it's, it's of kind comedy. of dirty.
1: It's kind of a dirty comedy maybe.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I never, they always had that playing on in the background, but I never watched it because I never liked TV. Whose show was that?
0: Whose go-to show was that?
1: Uh, well, it was the people that watched me growing up. Not my parents. <laughs> not your parents? No. No, someone watched me as a kid, like, for a long time. Really? Yeah.
0: Who do you not know them?
1: No, I know them. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, right. I, I should say, I mean, I haven't spoke to them in years, but... Do you have any inclination to want to go speak? Fuck no. Or frick no. Mm, Okay. No, I didn't. They're also a very dysfunctional family.
0: Were they better than your family? Oh, it's not hard to be better than my family. That is (laughs) accurate in all the ways, actually. (laughs) All the ways.
1: Yeah. How about you? Veggie tails? door the explorer oh dude qwerty <clears throat> qwerty oh, no no quest was it quest what who was it? Oh, uh, the, I mean, the, like cyber the motherboard and like the
0: oh cyber chase yeah cyber chase i mean qwerty is the name of the computer from, from veggie tales yeah he always had the ver- he or she do i gender qwerty it, it was a he was it because yeah. did they gender qwerty yeah which i feel like is
1: kind of a hate crime
0: I don't know how you decide the gender of a computer. <laughs> one has a USB sticking out, one doesn't.
1: <laughs> oh, this one has the ox.
0: <laughs> oh, is Robert? What is Robert up to right now? He's about to go. Oh, he's going to go procure himself another beverage. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that energy. Oh, I'm good right now. I still have my second one. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love that.
1: Um I took mushrooms last night, guys. I took mushrooms again. And I took quite a few.
0: Yeah, what was your overall takeaway from that? I do want to go back to the other conversation, but oh, what was sorry. your overall takeaway no, from no, that? let's
1: go back and then we can
0: hop back. It's like a no, 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 Tarantino I'll,
1: movie. Just keep it moving. Okay. Okay, just so start with we go shaking. mushrooms and then we go back again. Okay. Um it was kind of disappointing. I, not much happened. Like I wasn't high at all. I mean, I was. You were a little high. You I, were high, high. I was pretty high. Uh, not pretty high, but I was definitely
0: high. Yeah, you definitely were feeling the mushrooms. You oh, could yeah, tell by yeah, the yeah. look on your face and your demeanor that you were feeling mushrooms. Yeah, but, yeah. but so, what made you feel disappointed by it? Because I've been disappointed by mushrooms before. Yeah. Um. It. It was like. It was like
1: taking a mild edible. That's how it felt.
0: Hmm.
1: And I was just like kind of happy. Like I wanted to talk. I, w- I really wanted to be Ian's friend. Really wanted to be. I don't know. And I'm like, man, I just want to be his friend.
0: Well, <laughs> here's a question. Here's a question. <laughs> it's a deeper issues. Why <laughs> did you feel like it was something you had to be and that you weren't already just my friend? <sighs> And when you say Ian, you wanted to be Ian's friend, mm. what did what does that mean, to be my friend?
1: I don't know. I think I just wanted to be there for you.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. That was about it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like you weren't there for me?
1: I'd say you're there
0: for me. I No, I definitely am. You've been there for me. i <laughs> You stay being there for me <laughs> Steve, I, Which is tough Because we don't even live in the same state no. And listen that, listen, I have So many praises to sing for, for my friend Matthew But when we were in different states The there for me part Was a little bit You've managed to stay there for me Far better than Matt has stayed there for me When we were apart Amen Amen which whilst going through my own journey. what And I, as I had hoped you would be, amen. Amen. So you were disappointed. What were you hoping
1: for? Uh, I was hoping that I would have the same experiences last time, but, Mm, but, mm -hmm. but it was interesting because like almost immediately, uh, they, I went and laid down in there. And first of all, there, he said it was too hot. I was like, which I just said it was too hot.
0: Um, It was way too hot. Like, I I would stop, like, breathing. (laughs) It was... It's rather stuffy. I mean, what... It's 9.24 p.m. Mm -hmm. And... But
1: but yesterday was...
0: Yesterday was hotter than it was today. Today is not nearly as bad as yesterday was. But today, even, it's still 75 degrees at 9.30 at night. Yeah. It's not great. And the crazy thing is, though, is that, like, you step into the apartment... And it's worse than outside. Oh, oh yeah. Because it's, it's so still stuffy. It's so stuffy and humid inside this apartment. Although, I've. When I just like. When I'm accustomed to not being this way. Yeah. Which I have been. Because it literally just changed. Like, it wasn't this hot before I left to come visit you guys back in Washington. But then I left, got accustomed to Washington's weather and which the Washi- AC. Washington tends to
1: dip pretty drastically. Yeah. Typically dip like in temperature, like it can be really hot during the day, but then it gets pretty cold.
0: It gets pretty cold at night. Yeah, it's it pretty cold at night. And it's not. I mean, I also got accustomed to the AC in the house, which we don't have AC currently in this apartment, which we should be getting. But we'll Pissed. see what's. we've had some issues with UPS. Not going to take this podcast platform as a chance to complain against UPS. But hey, guys, do your job. Do your job. Wake up. Deliver us the stuff that is ours. Um, but then we step back in and it was so, so stuffy. But once I've gotten used to it and like once I'm accustomed to just listen, dude, all day, 24-7, your gooch is going to be rather moist. Yes. Once I become okay with that and like I'm going to be a little sweaty around my hairline and my pits are going to be a little, like my shirt is always just vaguely damp, like almost a sticky dampness where it's not wet, but it is damp. I've kind of grown to just, I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't hate it. And I think it's kind of nice because I never put lotion on in the summer because why? I'm already going to be moist as is. Mm. Like I'm not going to get dried out skin. I'm going to be moist all day. How do you, do you prefer the cold or the heat? Uh no, no. no I, I really enjoy the heat and now it's not so bad, but the
1: first day being here was like It was really hard to get it Fucking rough. Ha. <sighs> I was like, ha. Ah. Especially because I'm, my place stays like in the 60s, naturally. Mm. It doesn't get hot at all
0: at my place. In your, in your condo. Yeah. Doesn't get now, hot now. So, how did you have a difficult time sleeping last night? Um,
1: yes, but I, but I, I went before I went to bed. I went and took like a five minute, like freezing cold shower. So I dropped my core temperature by probably ten degrees. That's the same thing. I and did. and then I passed out.
0: It was that's,
1: but it was a lot colder because <laughs> I put the fan in the window, and then it was finally cooled down a tiny bit
0: the cold air blowing right on us was really really that helped having the fan blowing right in our direction helped and the cold shower beforehand helped also i posed this question last night and this might sound like sorry my nose is stuffy guys i'm just fucking this podcast up quality wise i got from my mic and then i'm I'm surprisingly holding it together You're doing a great job Usually you would threaten to kill either me or the sound equipment by this point And I'm really glad you haven't
1: I'm a changed man You notice how quiet I've been I'm a changed man
0: You have been rather quiet Isn't it nice It's beautiful Today I think was the greatest test of it Because you know we were chilling in the living room Me and Justin did the things that is our daily routine Mm. Justin puts his headphones on to work on mixing a song. I was doing a little bit of reading. And you just... You sat. You chilled. Dare I say it was at peace. You were at peace. It felt... That's the thing is there was a peace over the room. And usually there is a peace over the room. When me and Justin are doing our own separate things. That's why I love Justin so dearly. We chat when he gets home. He tells me about his day. But then we do our own thing. And we don't have to talk until we have something to say. And you usually feel compelled to have to have something to say and you did you just you just were i just were you existed And when we got food i just sat in the back and yes silence on the way to the the, airport but then every time you talked it was beautiful i was so Mm. happy to hear your voice because i was like i'm so glad to hear a little graveliness the input from robert's mind a little odd but when, but when it's like a game of pong, like it can't, the ball is always bouncing back and forth, don't 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 and everything is like tagged with a little bit of rob. It's like okay, well, I've heard you so much now mm. that it's not that I'm annoyed by it, but it's just another part of the regular noise. But when you draw back, I'm like, please, please, just give me, <laughs> I just want a to little of Roberts, I just want a touch of the grave. <laughs> <laughs> but it's impressive it's impressive and i, I remember you said that the that the, the at least mentally for me the turning point was the last time you did shrooms mm. the last time you were here to visit and then you did shrooms you started to be a lot more comfortable with just silence and um i remember you were saying that you felt like the the After effects of doing shrooms and that experience for you and what you kind of took away from that carried on for quite some time, but then you felt like it had started to taper off recently and you wanted to redo. Yeah. Shrooms, what kind of feelings had you been having that you then wanted to regain? Uh,
1: I was feeling a little more, uh, depressed, Mm. not a lot, but just like, because it it was so odd for the like five months after. I took the mushrooms, no sadness, Mm. like zero dip in my mood. Zero. I'm talking zero. Question though, is there anything
0: else that has changed in the last five months? Well, yeah, there's a a lot has changed. Okay.
1: So it's definitely contributed because I've been more like motivated to work on myself and and change. Mm -hmm. But I think it definitely was a huge like factor.
0: I, that's the I, thing. I feel like
1: it changed the chemistry of my brain in a good way. Like, the, it, it just felt
0: like the wires were, like, were changed. Uh, for me, I took shrooms not that long ago. Um, Me and Matt were <clears throat> hanging out, and he just bought shrooms randomly and brought them home. And he's like, dude, I think we should do shrooms this weekend. Because it was a weekend we had to the two, just ourselves. And I was like, all right, I'm down. I'll I'll, try, I'll do this and um, I, I've never taken a, an amount where I'm like just in a different dimension so I can't speak to what that's like but I know a lot of people they have this thought that like it takes them to a different place and it part it, it gives them knowledge that they never had before and I'm like I don't think that's true. I think that it gives you a slightly different perspective on life because it's, it affects your brain in a slightly different way that it's stuff that, you know, and stuff that you've been thinking, but it gives you a different way of looking at it. And it kind of solid, at least for me, it solidified certain thoughts in my brain where I was like, these are things I've been thinking about for a while. And now I, they, they've really clicked. And now I can really put them into practice because I kind of see them in a different light. I'm like, I need to make this not only just a thought that's going on in my brain, but I need to act on it. And that was kind of what shrooms kind of helped me do. But I, I don't, when people feel like, oh, I've... The the alien spoke to me and handed me new secret knowledge that I didn't have. And I'm just like, that shit was probably just in your subconscious and you just hadn't, you were too afraid to think about it and it made you think about it.
1: Yeah, I think, no, I don't, I don't really think that you get, you gain new knowledge mm-hmm. at all. Like, I didn't. Yeah. But like, but I think it allowed me to access my subconscious because that was definitely blocked <laughs> yeah. hardcore from, um, and it gave me more confidence in my subconscious to trust it and to trust that I knew what, what was right in my mind. So like when I took the shrooms last night and I went and laid down or no, I was, I was on the, ca- there was a, there was a, a good
0: chunk of time. I don't remember, mm-hmm. uh, which I was kind of Blacked out. Well, you took, like, the last time, which is the first time you ever took shrooms, you took two squares. of of, They're basically a chocolate bar where the, the, the mushrooms are blended into the chocolate bar, guys. And then they're broken into little squares. And he took two the first time. And that, you guys can listen back to the episode about doing shrooms. I think it's titled doing shrooms for the first time. Yeah. And then this time you took, like, you took six off the bat. And then you took three more, right? You took the whole bar. Four. I thought there was only nine left in total. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so either way, you took six to start with after taking two last time. So that's going gonna, gonna to put you in a place. You know what I mean? But it really didn't. Well, the thing is, is that your experience with shrooms last time where you saw things and like, Interacted with it, I have never experienced, and I don't. It kind of set really high expectations. Yeah, I think that it puts you in a place where this is what I'm going to do, and and this is what it's going to be, and I'm going to see and experience and whatever. And you know, and the fact that you didn't have that, and it was more of a lucid experience, even though maybe parts of it were slightly more intense because of the, the amount you took. I can see where you could become disappointed because you're like, I thought I was going to. speak with these other things these other beings these other whatever in my head
1: Um, but it it was kind of cool because uh well first i knew like i just took them off the off a whim yeah
0: because we just had them in the cupboard guys we're cool like that. we have shrooms on hand
1: which i realized that was a mistake is it though i i should say it was a mistake if i wanted to be uh intentional about my trip which last time I was very intentional, and that's why I think I had that experience. But this time I was just like, "Oh fuck it, whatever," and and I think that was part of the reason why it didn't go so well. That's that, at least that's what my brain was telling me. And then the other part was I was laying down in bed and I was kind of just like starting to doze off into that that black blackness, mm-hmm. and my my like subconscious was like. What more do you need to work th- through? It was like you're you're fine. It's like you, like you've you're you don't need to be looking for more.
0: You can just live. Hmm. <clears throat> I think, at least from an outside perspective, someone Word. looking in. You were hoping, like you've been working, how many days straight have you worked with no days off until now? This Yesterday was your first day off of work. 180. 180 days. You worked every single seven days a week, 180 days straight, no days off. And you were, we were at the store and you were like, I still feel like I'm in work mode and I want to disengage from that. And I think that, I told you, I was like, listen, have fun with us, have some drinks, have a good time. But no matter how much alcohol you drink, it's not going to change who you are and where you're at in your own personal life. You may be a little more foggy, but you are still in the exact same mindset as you are right now sober. Mm -hmm. So if mentally you are in a place of like whatever that place is, work mode, I need to be doing something, I don't know what for you. Yeah. There is no substance you're going to take that is going to change that for you, and I feel like because you were like, I need to disengage from who I have been in work mode, and I need to be a little bit more in a different place, that when you took the shrooms, you're hoping, okay, this is going to maybe put me in a different place, and and it didn't. It still kind of left you exactly where you were, but it just was a of like a an experience it was a feeling you felt a different feeling you weren't sober but it doesn't like I think as you went into it not just because the first time you were intentional but you were still open you were like listen this is going to be what it's going to be. I have things that I kind of want to think about that have been on my mind and I'm going to think about them now. And that, and I think that's great. Cause that's one thing for me is the last time I did them, I made music and I was just doing regular day things. And, but I was still, I had thoughts on my mind that I have been thinking about in my regular day to day life. And I just got a slightly different perspective on them. And that helped me a lot. But when I, when you're trying to attain a thing from you, like I want a different mind state switch it sucks. Because the last two times I did shrooms, I I didn't, the first time I didn't really feel it. And the second time I did, and I didn't really like it. Because I was like, I want to be in a different place. I want to see a different thing. I don't like where I'm at right now. And I want that to be changed. And it just didn't, it felt, it just was like, Ugh, this is not at all what I was hoping to attain. I feel like I'm still in the same place, but just I guess physically, I feel kind of different. And then the last time I went to him, where I was like, hey, listen, I feel great where I am, sober or otherwise. I'm just going to enjoy this moment with my friend and just do whatever we want to do, I guess, make music, do our thing. I had a really, really cool experience that really helped solidify certain thoughts that I'd already been having in my head because I didn't walk into it trying to. Like, at the end of the day, it is just a substance that makes you feel a certain way that's different than when you feel without it, but it can't change mentally where you're at and who you are and what you've been thinking about. Like, that's only just comes from you. It just kind of helps give you a slightly different perspective. Yeah. I don't know if that whole, if that is true to what your experience was. I don't speak on that.
1: I think there's some truth. I'll, I'll shake your hand. Oh, I would love to shake your hand. Yeah, no, I think there's definitely a lot of truth there. I just kind of wanted to chill, but Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. Takes a while.
0: That's that's the takes a while
1: for the the turbo to
0: well. The thing is, there's a difference between I think for you too. There's a lot of mental that needs to chill, like in order for you to just like go into like, hey, I need to relax. I need to let go of these things that I've held so important in my day to day routine and just enjoy enjoy of quote-unquote vacation or whatever it is you know like we're still working we're doing a lot of work on this trip for other side projects with the podcast and stuff but still it is a it is a step away from the regular nine to five kind of grind but if you don't mentally disengage from that sober then no matter what thing you consume you're still gonna in your mind, you still are I have a strong mind. You've got you're you're also stubborn as can be, you know? So like it isn't going to so take you used to you call somewhere me else. the mule. I still do. Some used to. Some still do. I, I keep it up. Um speaking of a mule, I'm going to pee like a racehorse. All right. I'll entertain so, the masses. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that you felt the need to sing. I always of do. Of all maybe, the things maybe. you could have done to entertain the masses, quote unquote, you sang.
1: Do you mind if I put a song on and narrate the song? Please do. The grid.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to come back and hear what song is playing.
1: Thank you, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen. we going to have a little one-on-one sesh. Oh, Ian pisses like a horse. You know this song Has really been on my heart Something I've been thinking about Something Something I've been writing down a lot Something I've been Dwelling on You know It's not connected Yeah but is it? No Fumbled it Fumbled to be It's also the the wrong one but oh well this is pretty good i Been a good song I uh, every once in a while I'll stay up a little late you know past 7:30 <laughs> uh, no I'll stay up late um, as the Sun is going down and there's there's a couple uh, places like hills you know well I guess there's a lot of hills where we live but there's and then there's a lot of like uh closed paths that you can't get to, but mm-hmm. I can go around on my motorcycle. Oh, really? So I'll go to like a top of a point and then I'll just kind of sit there like next to my bike and have that music on and just watch the, just the sun dip down and just kind of that's beautiful. check out. It's nice.
0: That's beautiful. Would you say it's been has that been your song as of recently? Um. Your go-to? I'd say Still Brazy
1: is, wow. is really my song. Okay. By but YG? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I
0: like that. I like that a lot, actually. That's so. actually
1: been my song, but that's it's also a
0: good one. Robert. Ian. You know, I wasn't Robert sure. here. Yes, Ian. Uh, Ian here. Um. You know, I wasn't sure what this podcast was going to be. And you know what it was? It was. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I thought we were going to, you know, we have, we've been preparing a lot, guys. We realized that if we want to do said podcasting as a viable business and living, you need to put a lot of effort into making it good. Amen. And yet we haven't used any of the material that has been prepared for us, by us, past us, prepared for future us. We just kind of chatted. And we just kind of let it be what it was supposed to be. And there was no need to make the energy. Oh, you don't need to give it the, Just let it settle into what it's supposed to be. And I, I think this has been a, this has been a beautiful, this has been a beautiful PCAST. Robert, do you feel, really just take a second, take a deep breath right now. Eyes closed. When you just feel this podcast episode, does it feel like this is the natural conclusion? Do you feel like there is a, another little rabbit trail you want to go down? Or do you want to continue walking the path that you've been on?
1: You know, I think this is a great time to close us out with some songs and just kind of let let what we've spoken really sink into the audience Mm. and really Uh marinate in their in their hearts and souls. Amen.
0: Did you say marinate? Marinate. Marinate. Arianate. (laughs) Arianation. That's when you have to let (laughs) (laughs) Nazi propaganda really (laughs) sink in before they get it. They have to (laughs) arianate. got him all right well in that case then i would love to um that's a beautiful song that you just played for us right now do you have another song do you want to steal still bracey is that what you'd like to play that's way too hard <laughs> okay what is another song that you would like people to listen to as they ponder on the things we've spoken on hey. childhood character heroes shroom experiences Realizing that substances are just substances, they're a they're a beautiful gift from the one on high, but they they are no solution. They're just a nice additive. Yes, I have a song. Please, that really I write down. A Please, lot. I I write I write it down on a notepad almost every day. Pull it up, click play, and the volume's down, so I'm gonna turn the volume up for you. So pass the phone back promptly thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Lost Summer Podcast we hope you live long we hope you die young remember kiddos you're not lost forever you're just lost for the summer we out